Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm. My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. The people who get ripped off on their hamburgers. Oh, my God. Such fucking such sexism. such a baby. Uh, we're going to talk about Word. it. We're going to talk... The supper episode number 615, spoiled like my wife. Mm-hmm. That's it. I spoil you, Kim. Right. You, you don't think I spoil you? I, uh, I, I think a lot of spoiling is when you ask for things and you get everything you ask for. I don't ask for a lot of things. Your definition of spoiled is bullshit. <laughs> Let me just I'm say just it's bullshit. Saying. I do lots of nice stuff for you without ever being asked. I, I, do, I go out of my way to do nice things for you. I do a lot you. of nice things for you, too. It's I didn't say you didn't. It's called a relationship. I didn't say I wasn't spoiled. I was offended that you think that you're not spoiled. Because you you are. I do plenty of nice stuff for you. Go out of my way to do it for you. I don't Man, have to. I'm just saying. Okay. I think a lot of part of being spoiled is expecting things asking for them and getting them no it's not it's not you know there's no expectation when you're spoiled you're spoiled because people do a lot of nice stuff for you that's what that's what makes you spoiled i didn't say you were entitled or that you're bossy i spoil you is all i'm saying anyway if they want to call us where can they call us they can call our google line at 214-267-9899 before while there's still a show before kim divorces me for spoiling her email rwtyshow at gmail.com thank you amazon for being my sponsor now today was meat day and long have we planned for this meat day in fact we planned for this meat day since thing one graduated right yeah We're like i have got to have a fucking longorious hamburger if you live in the mansfield area southeast fort worth mm-hmm. and you don't go to this fucking longorious barbecue and have a hamburger at least once a month, you're you're missing it. You're you're fucking missing out. They they take this brisket, which is delicious on its own, and they chop it up and they make th- that is what they use for their hamburger meat. It's it's unfucking believable. It's impossible to even describe. Well, it's not impossible. But here's my problem with it today. We go. We've been looking forward to it. We ate lunch relatively late. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon or something. So we were completely starving. We get the burgers, and they're every bit what we expected them to be. And then we're eating, and you were pretty much done with yours, and you look over at mine, and I still have quite a bit left. Yeah, Kim gets a bunch of shit on her burger and pretty much much ruins it. Pretty much ruins it. I don't get anything on mine except for cheese because I don't want to ruin it, make it disgusting. And I'm eating it, eating it, eating it. It's very tasty. I'm almost done. I look over and I realize that Kim has most of her fucking burger left. And then you hold it up and it's because your burger is twice as big as mine. The actual meat of the burger was twice as much as mine. So you spent the rest of the afternoon pouting about it. Not not pouting. Yes, pouting. It it was one of those things where I really looked forward to it. And if I could have had twice as much meat as I did, that would have been awesome. But they just gave it to you. Someone who doesn't really truly appreciate it and drowns it in bullshit. Because I ordered first. Uh, clearly. So next time I go, I'm just going to say, can I get the regular man-sized hamburger? Thank you. Aw. 
But there's a bunch of sausage in there from there, and I'll be eating it later, and you don't get any. You had your share. Just eat. I did eat a lot today. I admit it completely. It was worth it, too. I was eating, and I was like, if this makes me sick later, I do not care. <laughs> the whole family, except for me, you, you guys really have turned into a bunch of tender asshole dummies. Like, if you guys eat anything, you're like, I've got diarrhea in it. I don't feel good. It's really it's kind of true. It's really disconcerting. <sighs> Tell me about it. Because no, nobody it had takes this... all the fun out of food for crying oh, out loud. I that, wish I didn't have to eat ever. Th- ever. This is my whole, this is my whole problem with it. This whole thing with the colonoscopy and the doctor telling you and the cancer in your family and blah 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 blah. Everybody decides they're going to get all fucking healthy, and we've been fucking miserable every day since it started. And now there's no going back. No, now we're ruined for good. Yeah, now people, if they eat stuff other than fucking tofu and bullshit, you're like, oh, my butt's all raw. <laughs> Fuck, are you kidding me? Would you like to have a piece of chicken? Sure. <laughs> Very nice. It's fucking gross. Not as gross, however, as the smell that was wafting out of the thing's bedroom this week. Was that not disgust? It is, it is so fucking repulsive, and it makes me, it, it is infuriating, because it's completely avoidable, and it doesn't have anything to do with their butts, despite what it smells like. I know. Well, the first day, I thought that, yeah, they were just being rancid. And they had just cleaned out, like, hamster cages. Everybody had clean, fresh bedding. And then, you know, the girls, for the most part, keep their rooms pretty well picked up. But then I find out, I think you walked in the front door and you were like, I don't know what that smell is, but it's it was, rank. It was awful. I came out and I was like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know if the sewer backed up in here or somebody just shit on the floor. Whatever that smell is, it needs to go away. And what was it, Kim? Well, the problem was, is Thing 2 either had a bowl of cereal or I think they were eating cookies and milk is what I think happened. She was dunking the cookie in the milk and then spilled the milk all over the carpet. Well, she told us when she did that and she actually came and she got towels and cleaned it all up. Right. I remember when it happened. I, me too. And I, I totally said, remember. And I said, do you want me to help? And she came and she got a couple of cleaners, like the simple green, because that usually takes care of it pretty well. And I didn't really think anything of it until about two days later and it right. smelled disgusting and i said you know what i'm gonna have to go in there i'm gonna have to clean the carpet it's gross i don't even know how they could stand being in there it seemed rather abusive to send them to their room well, the problem is that stuff comes on very fast you know what i'm saying i don't know what it is but it's like the this spilled milk it's fine it's fine it's fine holy shit somebody shat themselves right here and i i just had to make another rule no milk in your room none of any kind i don't give a shit Ugh. this is not the first time it's happened it's always gross. They don't know how to clean up properly, so they don't get to have milk. In well, it wasn't now. just that. The problem was is she did clean it up. It wasn't the carpet that smelled. It was the towels. Yeah, because they she threw them in right. the hamper. She just throws them in the hamper. In her closet. So then you close the door. I mean, you close the lid on the hamper. It's vented, but right. still. But still. And then close the doors, and it's it's been hot here So, So Texas. that's what happened. The, their closet is on an outside wall, so it's not air conditioned. They shut the lid on it, or they shut the door, and it just sat in there and turned into a festering pile of goo until somebody had to get in the closet. Is that what happened? Well, until I said, well, did you throw the towels in the washing machine? Oh, no, I forgot. I was like, oh, my God, go in there. And at this point, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, well, it's when everything starts in this fucking house. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm realizing I'm going to have to wash those towels more than once. Are there, I'm just going to have to throw them away. <laughs> I'm going to wash towels all day and all night. Well, for it the rest wasn't of my just life. the towels either. It was clothes and everything else that she'd shoved. Anything in else the that was hamper. in there. I thought I was going to kill her. I ended up running the laundry three times just to get the smell out. And uh, I was mad because I had spent the whole morning getting all the housework and stuff done. So that I could relax. I didn't want to have to do anything else. And then there was 11 o'clock at night and I'm freaking doing laundry. Of course. Why not? Boo. Why wouldn't we do laundry at 11 o'clock at night? It's like, why not people? Why not start taking your shower at midnight? Child. Ugh. I know. I think it's so dumb that we had to put a rule in place that the kids can't take showers after 10 p.m. There's nothing more irritating than hearing that shower turn on and they're in there forever and then they got the stupid radio on. I'm over it. Yeah, I love my kids. I really do. I know this doesn't sound like it listening to the show, but we really have had to clamp down on, on all the ridiculousness. It, it's just, there's just stuff that they do, and it's like, there's no reason for you to start this behavior, so we're just going to put into it now. No midnight showers. No talking to your friends at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning on your phone. None of that shit. It's over. It's done. We're not doing it anymore. No more asking me to take you back to the fucking cell phone store to exchange your shitty cell phone for another shitty cell phone. I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. She was so mad while we were waiting in there. Thing three phone is fucked up because it's a piece of shit. If it's not a droid, don't ever buy a Motorola phone. They are pieces of fucking shit. She wasn't happy with it. It's it's fucking up. It fucked up a month after we bought it. It fucked up a month after that, so we had to go do it again. She was mad at me because it took two and a half hours to deal with this problem. Well, today. like it was your problem. That's what I said. I said, you do you really? Do it. It's my fucking Saturday. I could be doing anything right now. We could be swimming right now, kid. I'm not going to get to swim again this week because I don't fucking get to do it. Well, I have to take you here. This is how people end up in trunks. I'm about ready to check that phone out the window and just give her my old one. Derek's trying to tell me that the old Razor isn't bad. The old Razor is a piece of fucking shit, dude. I had one. Piece of fucking shit. Pretty girl syndrome worked. That's why she got a new phone, but it still took two and a half fucking hours. That was the problem. They had to try to fucking reset the software for her, which took forever. And here's the other thing. When I take something to a store and they say, oh, we're going to do this and it's going to take 45 minutes and I leave and come back in 45 minutes and they go, it's just going to be a couple more minutes. And then it's another hour. And I say, it's been kind of a ridiculous amount of time. Are we getting close? Don't give me attitude. Like you told me how long it was going to take. She goes, well, sorry, I told you it was going to take a full 45 minutes. Did you say it was going to take a full 105 minutes? Because that's how long it's been. Yikes. Yeah. And she goes, oh, well, maybe we should just. And then, and then she gave it to me and thing three goes, yeah, it's still fucked up. That's what's infuriating. Right. right. So then we had to wait. Fix it and it's still right. jacked up. Then we had to wait almost another hour while they fixed it. While they got while they exchanged it. I was like, you fucking assholes. Ugh. So anyway. Anyway. So yeah, no more milk, no more staying up late, no more asking me to do errands at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. That shit ain't happening anymore. Okay, they just have to put their requests in writing by six a.m. About that, because nobody's ever awake by six a.m. I just think that so un- they can't ask for anything. See how that works? Win-win. Yeah. I think I think the problem is that they conveniently forget things like thing two. Uh, oh, by the way, there's a party at five o'clock. Can I go? And she tells us at three thirty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. No, no more. 48 hours notice or I'm not doing it. Especially on a weekend. I got shit to do on a weekend. You know, I like fucking relax a little bit. I don't need to be firing people all over the country. I should clone myself. Oh, 
I don't think the world is ready for two Sams. I'm sorry. You can get double teamed that way. It'd be awesome. Mm. This story comes to us from Leaf. Thank you very much. An Elko County Sheriff's... Whoops, I forgot to turn my clicky-clicky light on. That light doesn't click. Yay. You just press the... Did you remember to press the studs? Nice work. work. Nice work. Kim can turn on a light. An Elko County Sheriff's deputy arrested a Utah woman on nine counts of possession of a hypodermic needle without a prescription on Interstate 80. That reads kind of goofy, doesn't it? Is it illegal to have hypodermic needles on Interstate 80? Anyway... According to... <laughs> Just on Interstate 80. You can have them anywhere else, but God help you if you get on Interstate 80. I didn't write that. Way to go. Way to, way to go, newspaper people that I stole that from shamelessly. According to Lieutenant Marvin Morton, a deputy was traveling west at 629 a.m. Tuesday near Deeth when he came upon a car that had struck a guardrail and was pulled onto the shoulder. Morton said the airbags had not deployed and the guardrail had minor damage. The driver appeared to be asleep. Morton said the deputy got the woman, identified as Zoe Daniel Hilduff, 25, of Taylorsville, Utah. I think the name, if, you, if your parents name you Zoe, you're going to be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. You think? Just a little crazy. That name automatically gives you just 10 points of crazy. I like Zoe. 10 hey. points of crazy, though. Got her to wake up and unlock her door. Morton then said she appeared to be somewhat incoherent. Hilduff then allegedly told the deputy she used methamphetamine and had two syringes in the car's center console. She also said that she had an additional seven syringes concealed in her vagina. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I, I got seven more. <laughs> Want to see? You know what? If you're a male detective and you're in the field and you run into this, what are you supposed to do? You're in no I way going to be allowed know. to go retrieve those. You know what I'm saying? You would be violating all kinds of rules if you went and grabbed them out of her snatch. Yeah, I, I can think of a whole lot. Why didn't you put all of them in the center console? Well, it seems <laughs> like it's a little bit of a safer place to put them. Well, here's my thing. Why go to all the trouble to hide stuff in your vagina and then tell people that's where you hit it? Exactly. It's hidden. You hit it in a place he's not going to look, you crack whore. Now you're going to tell him, by the way, you want to see what I got hidden up here? Check it out. Needle needles just for you that was really scary not to Maybe. mention i mean when you go to get them out you gotta be careful well they probably had tips on them i mean they probably had the little caps on them seven syringes i mean that's not even right. just a needle that's a syringe right it's the whole thing but i'm saying it had a cap on the that's needle a lot that's I, big it's a lot i bet you could fit at least 10. and they're rigid what if it like perforated the vaginal wall or something? And yeah, then, there's a lot. And of then things, went on walkabout. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things that could go wrong with this. There's, there's any number of ways that this putting seven needles full of methamphetamines up your hoochie could go wrong. I don't think anybody's gonna deny that. Yikes! People are dumb. That's that's all there is to it. They do dumb things, and drug addicts are dumber than most. There's just something that happens where you start thinking, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hide all this shit in my vagina, just in case. Seriously, she needs like a Hello Kitty little pouch or something that she can keep that stuff in. Kim, not everybody hides their v- vagina tools. I'm in the just Hello Kitty. saying. It's kind of just a you thing. You gotta think about the long term. Just just put them somewhere where you're not Again, gonna be. Again, methamphetamine addicts don't have a long term. You understand that, right? Their world centers around the next time they can get 
drugs and the next time they can start taking shit apart because that's what they do when they're high or put stuff back together there was a while when some store was like some chain was actually hiring known meth heads to put bicycles together oh, right because they were so good at it were they how awesome this, at legos how could this plan go awry they're pretty good at anything that requires attention the problem is that they don't they can't be high all the time Right. And when they start coming down, they look they start looking to steal and break shit. He's got them all hooked up like something in coma. Everybody's just got automatic tethers. You can't just need stay. some more. Need some more. You can't just stay on meth all the time. Your life expectancy is real fucking short if you do that. Well, you might not care. Did Working you say people that, to death anyway? Did so. you say that Leaf came sent us that story? I did. Okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my next story. Yeah, Derek, the, the, I, I I was trying to ask Kim if I could get some little Ritalin or Adderall to help me over the rough patches, help me focus a little bit on times when I need a little focus. She's totally against it. I was like, but Kim, a little prescribed methamphetamine could help me get through my well, day. I know, but you're trying to use it so you can stay awake even more. No, 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 no. It wasn't, yes, you no, were. It wasn't so I could stay awake. It was on those times when I had to stay awake the next day when I needed to focus, I would be able to focus. And then I could go to sleep. Yeah, but maybe my doctor pays me. Cut it out for my vacation. No, see that <laughs> comments like that, which make me suspect your in, your t- intentions for using it. What you don't think it would be good to take on your vacation it so you can enjoy the whole use. vacation? I'm just saying. Nope. You're absolutely no fun. It's, it comes I, from a doctor. I completely understand. It comes from a doctor. You understand agree. that, right? No the fun. doctor would tell me you can have no. it. No. Just because something's prescribed or something natural your, doesn't mean it's I would good hide for it you. in your vagina. It'd be Whatever. Fun. Here's my next story. This story came to us from Chris. Thanks, Chris. It sounds like the plot of a B movie, yet it's bizarrely true. Radioactive boars are on the loose and thriving in Germany's forests. A succession of mild winters has left Germany scrambling to deal with the skyrocketing wild boar population. Tales of swarming beasts rampaging through city streets and attacking citizens occur with alarming regularity. The problem has been aggravated by the lingering effects of the Chernobyl disaster from 25 years ago. A large portion of the wild animals are contaminated by radioactivity. Don't you think... That's quite the image, isn't it? Yeah, radioactive boars storming storming through the villages of Germany. Yeah. Wreaking havoc, chowing down on whoever gets in their path. I find it a little interesting that they this problem didn't get rectified by the German citizenry themselves. You know what I'm saying? But I guess they're European, right? So they can't just go get hunting rifles and stuff like we do here. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, because they were saying that, you know, they obviously are not allowed to eat the boar once they kill it. Right. Because, right. It's, you know, electrified, radioactive. <laughs> it's not, you it's don't not, really want that. It's not electric. <laughs> <laughs> it's not shooting lightning bolts at you. <laughs> And so what Germany's government actually did was decide to pay whoever killed the boar to take the carcass off their hands. Well, they didn't decide to pay for it. They have to. They have to. That's the problem. Germany can't afford to keep paying people to take these carcasses. But they've, what, was it in two years? 600,000 of them? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of wild boars. It was a stunning number. I know I looked at it and I was like, well, don't tell me that the fucking nuclear shit doesn't make things go crazy because clearly it does. Now, what I thought was weird, though, was if I was a German governor or whatever they call the people in charge of these areas, I would set up 
I would let people fly in to hunt our special radioactive boars. What what is a natural predator of a wild boar? Not fucking much. It, it takes a big goddamn animal to kill a wild boar. I know, but isn't that what everyone else's idea of controlling yeah. something like that is? You know that? what we need? Pulling lions. something bigger. We, yes. need, we need lions. Right. <laughs> Let's get some lions in here. See if we can clean this shit up. Some cheetahs. Maybe some mountain lions. Not full-size lions. Just mountain lions. Yeah. What could go wrong with that? They would get irradiated, and now all of a sudden you've got giant fucking lions running around shooting radioactive jizz all over stuff. No. Well, no. I wonder what the the natural numbers for that area would be. Do you think the radioactivity is making them hyper-fertile, and that's why there's so many of them? I don't know. Probably. What else? I mean, I don't other know. areas that are 1,000 is a lot. Well, what I think is weird is usually radiation makes things sterile. It doesn't make you super fecund where you're just right. fucking squirting out kids left and right. Usually it dries your shit right up. I don't know. It would worry me, though. I totally agree. And here's the other thing. How many people are desperate enough for food that they eat them anyway? Oh, God, no. No. It's ger- it's, it's Germany. It's not some fucking third world shithole. They got enough, the people there have enough sense. I don't know. Cam. I'm not saying they're all like that. I'm just saying there has to be some people that are eating them. Well, then in the future, you're going to have a bunch of feral, crazy, fleshy-headed mutant people from the hills have eyes running around Germany, and that ain't going to be good for anybody. Or maybe their meat is, like, irradiated, and it has, like, a limitless shelf life. So it's already preserved? Yes. Right out of the, straight out of the pig? Yes. They can just hang it up, and it just stays good forever. That's not usually the way it works. I completely understand that, but what ifs? <laughs> Right, we're speculating here. I'm speculating they should hire. They should just let people. They should allow people from other countries to fly in and kill their pigs. I think people would do that because it would be fun. Probably. You can make it more challenging too. Say no, bow hunting only. Only real men. They lower the hunting age to six. (laughs) Anybody that can walk steady and carry a weapon. I know that hunting boars is kind of a dangerous job, yes. like just as it is, because they they're the kind they're animals that get pissed off if you don't kill them. You know, like if you shoot them and you don't do the job, they're like, "Well, now I'm going to come over there and beat right. your ass." I think a wild boar is pretty high up there on a list of creatures I don't want to meet face to face in the yeah, middle of the scary. night or anything. They're pretty scary, and they got fucking. T- These are the tusk kind. They kind of can get in and start ripping your shit up. Yeah, mm. and here just for the record. If you do come face to face with a radioactive boar, you're allowed to cry. Really? I'll just give you that. Mm-hmm. No, that's a little weak. I'm, no, it's not. I don't think it's a crying offense. A radioactive boar? So. How would you know it's radioactive? Only if it's glowing? It, yeah. Okay. As long as if it's glowing, you can cry. Any any predator. Its eyes are like animal? red. It's giving you giving you that uh artificial robot ish vibe. <laughs> it's staring you down. I'm about to fucking irradiate your ass. It's crashing through the woods, and all the plants around it are just dying. They're wilting. Yeah, it's not good. The The problem with boars, too, is they're pack animals. I mean, they, they band together in, like, rampaging hordes. I don't know. I know. How terrifying, right? Well, I don't know. The, Next the, thing you know, people are going to be adopting the baby boars. No way. <laughs> like potbelly pigs. They Only they get big, and they're mean. It's not a good, They're not good pets. And any animal that just comes wandering into town and starts fucking shit up is an animal with a problem. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't need that kind of aggression. You gotta kill all that shit. I think that would probably be one of those instances, though, where your natural instincts would take over and you would just go hacking, slashing wildly, aimlessly until nothing was moving anymore. Well, the problem with it is that they're big enough to kill you. I understand. You could go in there hacking and slashing. The next thing you know, they're going to be hacking and slashing on you. And God help you fall if you fall down because that's when they'll eat you. Pigs will, pigs will fucking eat your ass. We ask uh, Bear Grylls what he would do. You know what Barrel Grylls would do? <laughs> he would call his camera crew for immediate evac and go stay in the fucking hotel. He'd go, this is crazy. Some actual bad shit might happen out here. I have to have some full body armor and let's just make it look like his denim jeans and a flannel shirt. But don't tell me. <laughs> I've decided to hunt boars today from the other side of the mountain using a, bear, a mortar. Fuck you, Bear Grylls, you piece of shit pussy poser. Fuck, I hate the guy. I think the Mythbusters guys could beat his ass. Even, <laughs> even Grant Amahara, I think, could beat Bear Grylls' ass. He's, he's, I hate that guy. He's just fucking fake. And he doesn't have the balls to just go, yeah, I'm fucking fake. You know what I'm saying? He, he still defends his bullshit. Even when they have proof, they're like, you're full of bullshit, dude. Penn Teller should get a hold of him. Just fucking rake him across the goals for... Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that guy. You ready for my last story? This story is disgusting. <laughs> What? Ew. No, I like the story. It's about a man and his dog. Yeah, heartwarming story of a man and his dog. All of our stories about men and dogs work out. Right. (laughs) A Michigan man says he's grateful his dog ate most of his toe while he passed out drunk. Jerry Dalfit of Rockford says Kiko's action helped uncover an undiagnosed diabetic condition and led to treatment that could save his life. The Grand Rapids Press reported that the 48-year-old musician knew for a while something was wrong with his foot. He resisted seeking care until giving in to his nurse wife's pressure one day last month. Before going for an appointment, appointment, Douthat says he went out drinking, then came home and passed out. When he awoke, the terrier was beside him in bed, and lots of blood was where his toe used to be. Was it a Boston terrier? No, it was a... a, I think it was a Jack Russell. Hmm. Smart little doggies they are. Well, they're not, he's not, they're not really smart. You know what the doctor told him? No, why? The rotten flesh kind of smells like bacon to the dog. Blech. And the dog only ate the rotten part of his toe. Didn't eat the rest of it at all. I'm sick. I want dinner now. That's disgusting. I read these stories a lot of times, and I think about all the times that I, when back in the day when I used to drink because I liked to drink, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I drank way more than I probably should have, I never really passed out. You'd think you'd notice if something was chawing yeah. down on your toe. Yeah, I don't. Until it was like gone. Right. I mean, like I said, there have been times when I drank and stayed up too late. And when I went to bed, I was really fucking tired. But I was just sleeping tired. You know, I mean, I was drunk, but I wasn't passed out. I didn't like drink until I was unable to stay upright anymore. This guy's probably got more problems than just fucking diabetes. Plus, if you're diabetic and you're drinking like that, you're lucky to be alive, dude. Yeah. How much of a wake-up call do you need? Here's the thing. If you knew there was something wrong with your foot, you can't really ignore some things. Like when things start to get gangrenous, because that quickly spreads in your bloodstream. can affect more than just the area. Yeah, gang- gangrene will kill you. I don't know what's wrong with people sometimes. Well... You have a toe that I am 100% sure is well on its way to being dead. Hey, it's actually feeling a lot better lately. Yeah, because it might be dead now. Well, now, well, well. now you're not feeling anything at all, right? I think it's genetic, though. My mom was here. She said she can't feel her baby toe either. Did you ask your mom? Hers she, is fine. Ah! Her? 
You know, it's not genetic breaking your toe 16 times. It must be because she's done it a billion times too. I'm just saying, if the dog ever eats your toe, I'm just going to go, I told you. Well, here's the thing. His wife is a nurse. Why wouldn't she be more insistent that he do something? And why wouldn't he take her advice under consideration more? She's a nurse. Because when your wife's talking, a lot of times you just don't want to hear it. Your wife says stuff like, it's your turn to get a colonoscopy. You need to go do that right now. Go do it today. I'm pretty sure it's like, I don't know. You know what? When I'm 40 fucking five, that's when you went and got yours and your butthole was fine. Not 45. When you're 50, then. Oh, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> it's not my turn yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, you just get tired of hearing about it and you, you just eventually you're just like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Okay. Here's my other thing. After, say, the dog eats your toe or other appendage. Then I'm going. Can you look at that dog the same anymore? Oh, yeah. He no me. way! The dog was helping me. I would look at him as if he were a little dog, bit sinister. The dog was helping. I don't know if I would ever feel comfortable falling asleep in the same room with him anymore. The dog was helping. I he knew something was wrong, that, and he ate it. And he stopped when he got to the good parts. Bleh. He didn't keep Seriously, on eating. it's making me nauseous. <laughs> I just have too good of an imagination when it comes to that kind of stuff. You, you have your imagination is ridiculous, and it just fucking runs rampant anymore. We're gonna have to talk about that on a future episode about how you extrapolate <laughs> shit. What we were talking last night? Yeah, so we'll talk. We don't have enough time right now, but Kim okay. takes mundane stories and just turns and you're like, "Where did that fucking come from?" And I'm the one in the I'm the writer in the house. I'm the one that spends all day thinking about shit, and I still look at Kim and go, "What are you fucking talking about?" Oh, I didn't explain the other 17 steps between my first thought and the thought I actually it talked told about. Told you, it's like the Rolodex in my mind. It's like flipping through connections. I know, and I can't help it. I understand that, but I, I've often said too that you respond to things with the 17th thought in the chain, not the first thought in the chain. So I can't keep up. Sorry. Any other stories over there? Mm-mm. You know who else had their toe eaten? Mm, no. Nancy Botwin's uh, brother-in-law, Andy. Oh yes, that's true. And weeds. Hey, that's going to be on soon. Next week. Don't mess it. It's going to be dandy. And then a couple weeks after that, what do we have? A couple weeks after that? Yeah, a couple weeks after Weeds. What's, what comes up Dexter? next? Dexter! But the big Z is on the same night as Weeds. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So it's, it's fine. Like a trifecta. It's awesome. I, I don't know. We're not, we're not, I'm not 100% sure the big C is going to be awesome. I know Weeds is going to be awesome, and I know Dexter is going to be awesome. So that's all I'm saying. How do you think one started watching Dexter? How do you think she's going to handle it? Um, I think she thinks she's right for it, but I don't think she is. <laughs> the pro- I think her head is going to explode a little bit. The, the thing about Dexter is that if you don't have a lot of experience with horror stuff, and she doesn't, she doesn't have a lot of experience with thrillers or anything of that nature, right? Right. The Dexter stuff is tricky because it seems okay. You know what I mean? Right. She might not like that. Until it's not. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, no, it's not nice anymore. Right. So, awesome. but, but those are good things to watch. So, the summer is about to be over and the good TV will be back on. All right. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can do something ready to come. Leave us a review on iTunes. Send us, you know, pictures of your boobs. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. 
Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com.